Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Any minute now, we're going to find out who will go alongside Jim Leland in the Baseball Hall of Fame. We are minutes away from finding out what the final vote tally was. Remember, you have to have 75%. We talked about it yesterday. I think there were five guys that, at least of the ballots that had been turned in, were trending in the right direction. Seems like Adrian Beltre is a shoo-in. Oh, someone on the chat said Beltre better make it this year. Yeah, no, he seems to be a shoo-in, at least from the votes that have already been taken. Sounds like Todd Helton is going to get enough. Oh, uh, okay. At least... And the votes that had been given. So now Chris can wear his his Tennessee Volunteers football jersey in here. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember who the other one is. I think Billy Wagner had been polling well. Now these are only, I think it was 188 total ballots that had been publicly turned in and they had tallied. Um, Gary Sheffield was right at the 75% mark. He was tallying well. And there was one more. I'm it's I'm missing it right now. Andrew Jones was just underneath. Uh, what about Joe Mauer? Joe Mauer. That was the other one that was trending in the right direction. So that, um, you know, one thing about one thing we know about the the MLB network is they're going to drag oh this goodness. thing out. Are you? It's been you're, on. You're being serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's been on since one. It's been on since one o'clock. I'll give them credit though. On the website, it did say the awards are being given out starting at three. Starting so at three. I didn't have to waste those two hours watching. It's three o two, right? Yeah. So basically, if you wanted to get to know some of these candidates and why they were worthy of being in the Hall of Fame, baseball MLB Network had you covered. As of. Yesterday, I'm looking at the Baseball Reference Awards page, and Todd Helton has 72%, and Billy Wagner has 68%. Andrew Sorry. Jones has a, a ways to go from his prediction yesterday, or his polling, 58%. Gary Sheffield, 55%. So these is, this is the prediction? This is um, what the votes that they already know. Okay, so that's the votes they know. All right, so we'll see... Uh, I don't know if that one is as updated as the one Chris and I looked at yesterday, but um, either way, there, there could be a, there's a scenario in which only one guy gets in. That would be Adrian Beltre. Which usually I'm like angry about something like that, but I mean, listen, Major League Baseball Fame. It's not excuse me, it's not Major. The Baseball Hall of Fame is is the harder of the Hall of Fames 
to get into. Yeah, yeah, and it should be because there's so many players that go through baseball. Not everyone can make the Hall of Fame. It's like Dion says about the Football Hall of Fame. There needs to be an upper room, a starting, <laughs> yeah, an upper room, like a starting eleven on offense and a starting eleven on defense, and then you got your special teams, and those are your like elite Hall of Famers, which I don't disagree with, but they put in a certain number of people each year, so it's like the the number of people keep growing. Yeah, twenty six candidates. 14 returning players, 12 first-time eligibility. I know Adrian Gonzalez is in on that as a first-timer. Gary Sheffield played 22 seasons? Yeah, man. 509 homers. Jeez, I didn't know it was 22 seasons. Billy Wagner, I believe this is uh, his last year on the uh, ballot. So I think he gets in because of that. Did you face him? I did not. I told us. I told you guys a story about Billy Wagner and my dad, though, about Billy wanting to hit my my dad because he was asked who was I think Sports Illustrated, ironically, <laughs> asked him who you know did he have the you know was he most comfortable facing? Oh, and he said Billy Wagner. And Billy, I mean that's a Billy, good way. <laughs> Billy took exception to that. Didn't know what he meant by it. He was, and so he walked up to my dad during batting practice and asked him about it. I was standing right there. He goes, you know, I was just going to – I just thought I'd come over and ask you because my first thought was just to square you in the, up in the back. In the back and, wow. <laughs> and my dad kind of chuckled. He was like, I, he, he just asked me who did I have the, you know, the, the easiest time with. And I – that was you. It wasn't. I didn't mean anything by it. That was just answered the question. Crawling out of my skin, and this happened years <laughs> and years ago. I can't believe he called him out on it. Does that happen often? Where players call out other players for what they say? No, but it wasn't. It wasn't like my dad was thinking about him seeing it. It was just a question. He yeah. answered it. He kept it moving. But that's, he took exception to it. That's hilarious, though. That's it, didn't cha- it didn't change his his. Uh, his success against him, he still hammered him the rest of his He never hit him either? Or at least attempted no, to hit him? No, he didn't. I All think right. he respected the fact that he was honest about it when he came up and asked her. It wasn't any <laughs> any silly games being played. He was just like, I, Yeah, no, I just said it because I said it. Yeah, no, 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 your dad told I, him the I, truth. He's like, oh, I can't be mad at the truth. <laughs> Basically. So we'll get you to that in a second. While we wait, let's get to the Daily Gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. And uh, Joe Maurer is being shown on TV right now. And I know that you guys have made fun of me for years about when I told you <laughs> it was breaking news that he was retiring. So... I mean, actually, five years later, it actually might make sense now that he's gonna if he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. I wish we had that audio because <laughs> you guys remember it a whole different way than what I remember from it. But the context, as we said the other day, the context was wild that you were bringing it up. We were like in the middle of discussing like Kareem Hunt and his domestic issue. It was, it and was, he was a like, tough oh subject. my god, breaking news! Joe, Joe Maurer just retired. You guys remember it so much different. Like, I think I was what? like, hey. 
Guys, I think Joe Mauer just retired. And you guys make it seem like I broke in across you all airwaves. You literally played the breaking news bed. I, we were on site. I did not play the <laughs> yeah, breaking news bed. Yeah, yeah, I feel like you had it played. I can remember the site of C- Cathedral anyway. Speaking Joe of Joe Mauer. Is he a first ballot? I don't know. Yeah, I think he is. It's it's in the context of, of the position he plays. He's like... There aren't very many better. Mike Piazza, I mean, even some of his numbers are better than Yvonne Rodriguez who got into. Yeah. So, yeah. All man. right. Daily Gambit. Uh, what we did, we bet on, what, five things last night. So the first one was Cincinnati at Kansas over under 147 total points. We all said over, and we were all wrong. Kansas won 74, 69, 143 points. Wake Forest in North Carolina. North Carolina, seven and a half point favorites. We all chose the Tar Heels in North Carolina. Not, I was going to say boat race, but I guess 21 points isn't a boat race. North Carolina won 85-64. Joel Embiid, we already talked about this. We bet on his over-under points, 35 and a half. You could be by 21. It's, it's a boat race? It's a boat race. Okay, all right. Embiid, uh, we, you guys said over. Chris and Tony, I said under. And I'm an idiot because he, he, he scored 70. He doubled it for you. <laughs> scored 70. Uh, Phoenix Suns, they were playing the Bulls last night. You guys chose the Bulls. The Suns are five-and-a-half-point favorites. They won, but they only won by two, so I lose that one again. And my favorite bet of the night, the Sharkies at the Kings. Kings, one-and-a-half uh, puck line favorites. And you guys chose the Kings. Sharkies they, they win still, outright. They still have not won one of these bets I know. for me. I'm not betting it for the Kings. Well, that's why I went to the Sharkies. I would have My gone the gosh. Kings. Um, all right, so here's some some bets that I saw. And then, Tony, you have some bets as well. Next player. This is a for-fun bet, but Bleacher Report Betting put this out. Next player to drop 60-plus points, and they put some like fake odds. You can't actually bet on this, but... Who would you say? I know you're looking at the sheet, but who on that sheet would you say? I, I got a great one. Next player to drop 60? Yeah. I'm going with uh, Giannis. No. Who? Not for the odds. Okay. Give me LeBron James. Oh, for plus 10,000. Are you kidding me? Or I'll for even him go, to go Steph 60? Curry at that point for plus 2,000. Yes. LeBron's not scoring 60. Dude, I can see a scenario in which LeBron scores 60. Really? At 39. That would be incredible. I he mean, he is incredible he already. He would 100% do it, too. Uh, well, they have Joel Embiid to repeat as the 60-plus point scorer at plus 150, which makes at, sense. At, He's at, great. T- at times, he looked like Shaq. If you remember Shaq at his most dominant, where like he would post up and it was just like a hard dribble. He was underneath. The, he was dunking whoever was underneath him. How Joel Embiid is what? Like 7-1? Is he over 300 pounds? I would guess, man. He's 280, it says. He's 7 I feet 280, but he plays like he's... 350. Yeah, I think that's being generous. I think, they, I think they had Shaq at like 280 at times, too. Oh. And he, I just heard him talk. He was like 320, 340. He was 400 pounds at one point. He was, it's no wonder he had trouble <laughs> running up and down the court and he sweats so much. I mean, that dude, it, that's how Embiid has looked this season. He's looked very Shaq-esque, hmm. that type of dominant. I, I can't remember... And I guess I, my memory doesn't go that far back, but I can't remember someone averaging 35 points a game at this point in the season. Oh, well, there's, there's one guy. Joel Embiid. No, there's oh, another Michael? guy. Yeah. He well, averaged yeah. 35 for a season. And we talked about Wilt averaging 50 for a year, too. That's ridiculous. All right. If you're looking to bet on the Ravens and the Chiefs this coming weekend, have you ever heard of the Josh Allen curse, Tony? And it's not the Josh Allen is going to lose curse. 
But it's the teams that beat Josh Allen in the playoffs. They're following games since 2019. They lose? Yes. 2019, (laughs) the Texans beat the uh, Bills. They lost the next round. 2020, uh, the Texans or the Chiefs beat the Bills. They lost in the Super Bowl. 2021, Chiefs beat the Bills. They lose to the Bengals. 2022, Bengals beat the Bills. They lose to the Chiefs. Now it's for the Ravens. Do you think this is going to happen, Tony? I do. Four straight years this has happened. I do. I the think Ch- it's going to happen. You I, think that the Chiefs I, are going to beat the Ravens? No. It's the other way around. The Chiefs have to lose now, oh, right? Because they beat Duh. the Bills. Yes, yes. I They're do think lose. the Ravens got a great chance to beat the Chiefs. Oh, I do too. And so that'll be four years straight of this Bills curse. Do you think it's because they have to play so hard in the game before against Josh Allen? No, it's just that giving where the Bills are getting beat at, usually these teams are all going to be really good yeah. after that. That's true. I mean, they're being beat in the playoffs all the time. But yeah. that is a crazy little coincidence right there. It is. All right, so some actual bets that we're going to make. Aztecs are playing Wyoming they're, tonight yep. at home. and 17 and a half point That's a favorites. lot of points. What do you think, Tony? This is how I want you to write it. Oh, gosh. Aztecs win, Wyoming covers. Okay. Is this a superstitious thing that you made me write that? Yes, I don't want it to look like I'm picking Wyoming, because usually you just put the team, and it would have just said Wyoming in my box. I don't want oh, that to I be see. the case. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I should have done that first and then deleted it. Uh, Wyoming, I'm looking at. They're they're ten and eight. They're kind of you know whatever. They. I'm not feeling good about Wyoming. I'm going to say the Aztecs bounce back after a tough loss. So they they beat them by eighteen or more. Okay. There yeah. you go. Next one: Clippers and Lakers are tonight. Over. Who's the home team in that one, Tony? I think it's the. Oh, it doesn't really matter. I was making a funny. I was making a funny, Tony. Clippers and Lakers over under 234 and a half points. It's the Clippers, by the way. Uh, that floor crew is getting a workout. I'll go first. I'm going to say under. Okay. I was going to go over, so I'll just stick with my over. And then final one is BYU or Houston at BYU. Houston a favor in this game by two and a half points. Number four versus number 21. I'm going to go, oh, gosh, I, I can't, I hate picking BYU. I can't, I'm going to go BYU for the upset. Wow. Three-point upset, huh? Or I guess they just have to win. It's at BYU. I'm going to take BYU. BYU seems like a really hard place to play. It is. It's with everything we hear. But that's it for our Daily Gambit for today. We will All right. review tomorrow. Uh, let's go ahead, get to break. When we come back been a lot of harsh Brock Purdy critics out there. Oh, gosh. His buddy, Debo, comes to his defense. We'll talk about it oh, on the other gosh. side. More going and Chris on the other side. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It was all good until Brian Kenny came on the screen. <laughs> they, uh, now, we have the sound off in here, so... We are going off of what we've been told. It's on the bottom of the screen now. There it is. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, congratulations on order. They will be going into the Hall of Fame come July, I believe. Um, or it might be August. Gary Sheffield did not make it. I feel sad for him. Um, Billy, Wagner. Billy Wagner did not make it. That's a bummer. Now, we haven't got the percentages yet. We just know that those three, Helton, Beltre, Maurer, into the Hall of Fame. So congratulations to the gentlemen, the three gentlemen, that will uh, get a plaque. How does Gary Sheffield not get in? What do you think the voters were thinking? There, uh, it's There's some um, discrepancy in terms of PEDs. Ah, oh my God. He was in a Mitchell report. I don't know that he ever tested positive for anything. I don't th- I don't believe he did. Um but he was involved in his name was involved in the Balco situation. Um and I think the uh Mitchell report thing is certainly something that, you know, there's gonna be people who hold on to that. So uh, I always think it's like why are we still it's the Pete Rose thing. It's like now the now baseball's making money off of betting, but they won't let him back in. Yeah. We've talked about that a million times. All of this a million times. We have. I got a chance to play against all three of those guys. I got to see a lot of Todd Helton being in the National oh, yeah. West. He was uh I mean, he was a problem. Uh <laughs> he he was. He he just it, it just felt like every time he came up something bad for your team was was going to happen. Does it surprise you that Andrew Jones didn't make it either? I know you guys talked about him yesterday. I think eventually he will. I think this was his fourth year on the ballot. I think some of these other guys have to clear off. I think them being off will help his status in the same way you saw it help Scott Rowland last year. Um, But I think he's a Hall of Famer, too. I'm really disappointed that Big Sexy didn't make it. Bartolo Colon. Bart. Oh, there's the be- the voting. Beltre, 95%. Helton, 79.7. Mauer, 76.1. Wagner, 73.8. Just off. That's, that hurts right and there. And then it's a 10% drop-off. Wagner's at 73.8. And then the drop-off to Sheffield is 
Jones, 61-6. Carlos Beltran uh, is 57. And then you start getting real low, 34.8 for Alex. <laughs> Aaron. And, and then uh, Manny Ramirez with 32.5. So, Yeah. On there the YouTube chat, Sheffield not getting in really disappoints me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Should and, be. And if I'm not mistaken, this is his tenth year on the ballot. I got to figure that out. But that's uh, oh yeah, last chance for Gary Sheffield. Now, re- he, now his only chance to get in is a veterans committee. Now, I don't think it it's as as you know because the veterans committee is pretty hard on PEDs. But I don't know that Chef's case is as black and white as some of the other ones where they're like absolutely not going to get in. Gotcha. And that includes, unfortunately, that includes, I think, somebody who should be in is Barry Bonds. They're they're not going, I don't think that Veterans Committee is even going to bat an eye. Do you think one year, like when you and I are in our 70s, they're going to put Barry Bonds in because it's been enough time and all the people that didn't want him in are now not here anymore? You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know that sleeping with the fishes. I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that there's a committee that can do it. It's just really weird to have the best. I, I understand that he is accused of, or not even accused. It's found that he took steroids and all that stuff. I understand that, but it's still tough to think that one of the best baseball players in of all time is not in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Adrian Gonzalez unfortunately only got 0.8% of the vote. Now you do you you need 5% to stay on the ballot. So that means that they're not these so guys are not Jose Batista, Victor Martinez, Bartolo Colon, Matt Holiday. All those guys are not going to be on the ballot next year. Right. Didn't get enough votes. All right, uh we were going to go somewhere else before that uh Oh happened. yeah, so I, we'll, I, we I can talk a, about Brock Purdy later. Mm-hmm. Um but there's a comment from Adam on the stream, not our Adam. Um, I'm about to say, is our boss like really in our stream, making comments? No, 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 no not Adam that? Klug. But oh, you will, if you are lucky enough to be on the YouTube stream with Adam Klug, you should hit him up because he will reply to your comment. Uh, Adam said it's cheating, Scraby. That's why he's not in. But yes, it's cheating. I'm not going to say that it wasn't cheating, but. If everyone else is doing it, doesn't that mean they're on the same level? I mean, if we're being fair, David Ortiz is in, right? He, his name was connected to the same stuff. Very good point. Just Why because he's a different? popular guy and people like him? I'm just saying. This and, has got me all fired up now. Yeah, and, you know, that his I understand his name popped up at the very beginning when, you know, the tests were supposed to remain anonymous. His test popped. But nevertheless, we found out. Yeah, and, we did. And he's he's happily in the, with a plaque. Adam is in the chat, by the way. Adam Klug. <laughs> he said, I'm here. Brandon said, James Shields won't be on the ballot either, but his contributions to getting us Tatis are appreciated. I do appreciate that as well. An unnecessary shot at An James. An unnecessary but... shot. All right. So what happened uh, with Brock Purdy over the weekend, I think it helped his case and hurt his case because he won the game. He performed when he needed to. But he was terrible up until that point. Now, Ryan Clark of ESPN, someone that I respect mightily in his opinion. Me too. I love Ryan Clark. I think I may be out on Ryan Clark, and I'll tell you why. One time and you're just out? I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, This was what? First take? It's it's show on ESPN. Here's Ryan Clark. It's date with me. I'm about to um, make a confession. Mm. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy 
deserve to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Mm. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's offense at an extremely efficient level. Brock Purdy doesn't raise the level of play of anyone around him. And so when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the people around them benefit from having those sorts of players at the quarterback position. All right, so this goes on for another like two and a half minutes. Why are you out on I am out. uh, It's not because Ryan Clark is calling out Brock Purdy. I don't care about that. Obviously, I ranked Brock Purdy three last week, and I was shown that maybe my ranking was a little too high for him. Maybe. But he's still in the playoffs, and the guy I ranked below him is not, so I guess I did have something right there. But what I'm mad at Ryan Clark here is that as an analyst – I look to him for my takes, not not, but like when something happens in the NFL, I want to go see what Ryan Clark is saying about it. What is he? What's his opinion on it? And he said the single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. When he says he acted, I don't want him to just go along with it throughout the year. I want him to say, hey. Brock Purdy does not belong in this conversation with these guys. But he lumped him in because it was the popular thing to do. No, that's not why. I don't think that's why. You know why I like Ryan Clark? is because he presents evidence with his belief. Right? Brock Purdy was leaving no evidence during the season on why he shouldn't be mentioned in those particular guys. Even though his gut, Ryan Clark's gut. Yeah. Was telling him, man, I don't think he's. I think I don't think he's raising the level. All the numbers suggested otherwise. Well, and so if you're about to go on TV and make a point, you're going to need to be able to prove it without looking crazy. And the problem is, if you would win there, like, nah, he doesn't belong. All the numbers said otherwise. That doesn't speak to me because I say crazy <laughs> things does. all the time that are unpopular. You are unique in that. All right. Well, Brock Purdy led the league in passer rating, yards per completion. He's twenty-one and five as a quarter or Forty Nineers quarterback. Uh, I'm not saying this because he's a Forty Nineers quarterback. You're kind of saying it because he's a Forty Nineers. What happens when he goes? Say he wins the Super Bowl. Are we still going to be talking about him you, being the game manager? Do you know who he used to say was a game manager? For I would say through the first Tom four, Brady for the first four or five years through his career. So why is that our go-to argument? Why can't? And then the other because argument, he's the, goat. the other argument that makes me crazy is, well, they have good players on their team. Okay, that's not his fault. What is he supposed to throw to the lesser players to prove he's good enough? No, I don't. I think you're missing the point there, Scrape. I'm Tom, not missing any. Points. Tom Brady would elevate his team. How do we know that Brock Purdy uh, isn't doing that? Honestly, we don't know. Boom. We don't. I shook my head and I realized but we're on the radio. He's he's giving <laughs> he's he's giving you, you know, what you asked for right now. He is stepping out on that limb. Well, Debo, not my favorite guy right now. He was not happy with what Ryan Clark said. When is Debo ever happy when somebody when he, he's not playing and he's on the sideline cheering people Debo on after he's injured? Watches too much TV. Debo does. He watches. 
He listens to everything. I think he must have people send him this stuff because sure. there's no way that he could find all the stuff that people say about him. But <laughs> what he, did say? he saw the Ryan Clark thing and he put it on Instagram uh, and he said, never seen so much hate for a quarterback that led the league in almost every category. You all folks be bugging. And I had to... I think FRFR means for real, for real. Good job. Wow, I didn't even look that one up. Yeah. I almost did. I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, for real, for real. Yeah. Uh, Good that, job, That Greg. tape don't tell no lies. It, Ryan Clark is a defensive back, right? That's what he played. He should go look at every single tape and tell everybody what he finds. That's what I want to see. The problem for that looking at tape is you're throwing to... Oh, Debo we're giving Samuel. more. We're go- oh my you're, gosh! You're handing it off to Christian McCaffrey. You're throwing it to Brandon Ayuk. You have the biggest bully on the block. Tom block Brady it, had blocking Rob for Gronkowski, you. Julian he, Edelman. He he. Uh, Julian Edelman's a good player. He he. But he also did it with Wes Welker. He also did it. with... Wes Welker's a good player. With, uh, with he had Randy Moss. He also too. did it with Dion Branch. He also. I mean, you could pretty much pick a guy. What was the 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 tall white guy, receiver that they had? That number eighteen, really good for a couple years. Number eighteen. He was on the Super Bowl. I can't remember his name. Gunnar Olszewski. No, no, that's not his name. <laughs> Definitely. I don't I think know. Think it was like Huff. It started with an H. Uh, I, I think can't think of it right anyway, now. Anyway, like I, you, there's a list of wide receivers that Tom Brady did it with that don't have the name of Randy Moss or Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Ryan's helping me uh, make a point uh, on the chat. L- led the league in tight window passes. You tell me. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan, for that, that little stat right led there. Led the league in tight window passes. Oh, I went deep into the analytics. Like there are so many crazy There's, stats. There is. I, I tell you what. This is. This is. It's a. I'm glad he said the tight window thing, because there's a, a picture of Brock Purdy throwing a ball, and I promise you, he is literally just throwing to a spot because there's no one there. There's about two defenders there, and you know what happens? I'm. I'm almost certain it was Ayuk. He goes up and literally snatches the ball out of air. If that isn't your wide receiver doing doing <laughs> his thing right there, okay, I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna let. In all seriousness, Brock Purdy's doing his thing. He, he didn't play. He, is. he didn't play well in um, in that no he did divisional game. But when he needed to have a drive, he got a drive. He used his legs. He threw the ball. I'm just saying. He's not he he may he's definitely more than a game manager, but I don't know that he's a leader. I know we need to move on, but we do. Tua, who would you think is the better you quarterback? Ain't, you ain't Tua never heard or me. Brock Purdy? It's Brock Purdy. Okay, I'm not I wasn't setting up to say that. I just wanted to know because Tua led the league in passing. And right, someone, so, so for you you stat geeks there, that's what you you're telling me. So Tua's better than Brock Purdy because he led the league in passing. He has Tyreek Hill. Same argument you just made to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> so he's better? Uh, no, he's okay. not better. I didn't think so. Anyway. We Let's can, get to break. I just can't wait for this Sunday NFC Championship. 49ers is going to beat the Lions, and it's right here on 97.3 oh, The Fan. Lord, please. If the 49ers go to the Let Super Bowl. the Lions knock off the 49ers. It'll be like the best radio day in the history of Gwen and Chris. Oh, a- Amy on the stream. What I know Amy, we got to go to break. What has Amy got? Scraby, all you have to do is say that Garoppolo had the same weapons. Not McCaffrey, but everybody else. Compare Garoppolo's numbers to Purdy. There you go. That's a great point. No, it's not. That's a great Garoppolo's point. Garoppolo's not even on the same level. As he Brock went to Purdy. a Super Bowl. 
and he lost the Super Bowl. He I don't know how Brock. I mean, I don't know how Garoppolo got to the Super Bowl, but he did. He definitely did. Had a chance either. to had a chance to win too. We gotta get to break. Marcus McNeil on the other side. We'll talk about these very same games. Morgan <laughs> and Chris on the way. Maybe the Raiders know something the Chargers don't. Doubt it. Oh yeah, yeah. You see who the uh, Raiders hired today? I did not. You didn't see this? No. Well, but they I thought they already hired their head coach. They did hire their head coach. The guy who doesn't take care of his dogs. Why are you still on Antonio Okay, I'll drop Pierce it. I'll drop that? it. How long ago was that? 2008 or something. 2008. Um, oh, they're looking for GM, too. They, they they are looking for a GM. And they hired the former Charger GM. Whoa! Telesco. What? Yeah, he is now the Raiders GM. Uh, we'll have the same position. Telesco, who's 51, had, as you know, it was let go from the Chargers. Um, but... I guess he's, they've been jealous of what he's been building over there and with the Chargers. Listen, you can't deny that the Chargers roster, talent-wise, was good. No, you're right. You're right. Now, the execution was something to be uh, desired. In all seriousness. And he hired, ultimately, I think what got him fired. The coach. was he? Yeah, what was the coach's name? Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley. Yeah, that would hurt you. In the long run, I also believe he he answered answer, he hired Anthony Lynn as well, so he that got two coaches. Lynn didn't work out. I would say the roster got better, and then uh, Staley didn't work. out. I mean, out. think about it. under Tom Telesco, they were able to acquire their franchise quarterback, so that's pretty good. Not many teams could say that. Tom Telesco, like. I've worked with him a few times when I was working with Chargers Radio and all he used that. He the Colts GM before. Uh, like assistant GM. Assistant GM. But okay. he, he's, he seems like a really smart guy, um, and I think it's smart for the Raiders to hire him because he's probably better than some of those candidates out there, and he's just had the job, so it's not like he needs to get back up to speed. He won't be working with an uber-aggressive head coach in Antonio, Antonio Pierce like he was with Brandon Staley. Oh, you mean aggressive like as Like fourth down, go oh. for it every time type of aggressive. I wonder. I would love to know what their he was thinking, philosophy was. I would like, love to know what their relationship was. It probably didn't go well down the stretch. <laughs> Just losing and stress makes everything happen. Listen, make sure you tune in to kick off with Boomer Siasen and Mike Valenti. Every week, Boomer and Valenti preview the entire slate of NFL games. So that'll be championship weekend this week. Analysis from Boomer, picks from Mike the biggest stories in the league packed into an hour. Friday nights at 7 p.m. here on 97.3 The Fan and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented nationally by Cosamigos Tequila. Cosamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's Knows Home Improvement. Let's get to Marcus McNeil. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gwen and Chris, minus Chris right now, just Scraby and I here. And we're joined by our weekly guest, Marcus McNeil. Marcus, uh, playoffs, we're down to the last four teams. These last uh, four games over the weekend, a um, couple were close, a couple weren't. Uh, let's let's start with Baltimore Ravens. They, they handle um, the Houston Texans, and, and outside of that kick return, there really was nothing uh, for the, the, the uh, C.J. Stroud-led offense. This Baltimore Ravens team looks like they might be the team to beat. Yeah, they are looking legit, and and I know that the score was terrible. So I, I went back and watched that game again, and I gotta give some love. And you know I'm gonna love this to the O line, yeah. man. Yeah. Those boys can block. I'm talking about they're pass blocking. They're down the field. You know what I'm saying? Springing guys for an extra ten or twenty yards, blocking on the second level, man. I just love to see that, and they looked impressive against Houston. Talking to Marcus McNeil uh, about the NFL playoffs, and Josh Allen loses to the Chiefs again, but this time I really don't put the loss on Josh Allen, and I put it on more of a team loss than anything. How do the Bills get to the next level? Is there any time in your career where you guys couldn't get to the next level and you needed to try something new? Oh, man, I, well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit in the 49ers game. But, uh, <laughs> we could get to the next level. But, uh, I mean, Josh, them right now, they remind me of Jim Kelly them back in the day, mm. you know, where they kept on making it right there, but they were making it to the Super Bowl, of course, Jim Kelly them. And they get right there, Josh Allen them making it to the championship game every year, and they just can't get over that hump. Um I would love to see them get over that hump, but I just think that with all that's been coming out with Stefan Diggs and his unhappiness, that I, I just don't know if they can make it there without him and, and to, just depending on Gabe Davis. So it's going to be a struggle just to keep that team together. Marcus, I mean, staying with that game, I mean, uh, Josh Allen did everything he possibly could do uh, in terms of that getting that team the chance to win. And, had they won that game, we would be talking about how well he played. But it, it, is it? It could just be one of those situations, like a lot of the teams in the NBA in the nineties. It, it's there's a, there's a mm-hmm. Michael Jordan there. In this mm-hmm. case, it's a Patrick Mahomes that yeah. just continues, no matter what the odds are, no matter what is being said, no matter what weapons have left, he continues to get his team right back to the same spot he has since he's become a starter. Man, you spot on with that one, Tony. I was just thinking that when you were saying that, that like, you know, it's just times and eras where it's just that one guy that you seem like you can't beat, you know. It's, I, Tom Brady, I, oh, maybe? <laughs> yeah, Tom, yeah, like Tom Brady just keeps on winning, you know, uh, like a Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, you know, like 
these are guys who just kind of dominate the sports for years and years and years. And you start to feel got bad for the guy who's coming in second all the time. And I think that's where we are with Josh Allen. Cause I, I feel sorry for him because he did perform on Sunday. Yeah, he did. We're talking to Marcus McNeil about the NFL playoffs. Lay it on me, Marcus. What are your thoughts on the 49ers? Well, actually, first, I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you, I thought the 49ers were lucky. I think if they play that way on Sunday, they're going to lose to the Lions. Uh, I ranked Brock Purdy number three best quarterback in the playoffs last week to a lot of hate. Uh, just give me your thoughts on what happened with the 49ers and the Packers. Oh, where do I start? I, I got three for you real quick. Three? Okay. I, got, I got three. I got three. First, I have to get over the PTSD that I that I had after watching Greenwald pick that ball off and run across the field. Oh, okay. If I wasn't thinking back to Marlon McCree, like, get out, get out. Like, what are you doing? Like, I don't even play for them. I'm up screaming at the TV telling them to get down. I, that ball, that back's some bad news for me. Two, <laughs> two, I mean, Brock Purdy uh, started looking like just a game manager. You know, I, I hate to say it, but – you know, every quarterback that Cam Newton called out on that list just didn't look spectacular. You know, now he didn't play horribly, but he just didn't look like the X factor to me. And then the third and last one is if they don't have Debo Samuels, that's going to be a tough game. Man, it's a wrap. You just, you just gave Tony ammunition for the rest of the week. I, I said the exact same thing yesterday. If he Debo did, Samuels does not play – Detroit's going to their first I, one of their I, first Super Bowls. And in a I long shoot time. at him, Marcus. You know what that looks like? A shoe. Like, get out of here. Shoot. <laughs> and now you're backing him up. Truth so sets you free, my friend. Uh Marcus, I want to go back to this AFC championship matchup because I, I I take you back to when Lamar Jackson was drafted. And I remember him talking to Deion Sanders. He said something along the lines of the they're gonna get a Super Bowl out of me. Fittingly enough. He's going to have to go through Patrick Mahomes in order to get there. How do you see that matchup kind of playing out? Ooh, uh, I mean, it's, it's tough. You have a lot of experience, of course, from Casey, where you got two guys and, and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey who just always seem to make it happen, always seem to make those big plays when they need them. But then you turn around and you look at a Baltimore team that just looks – so like balanced on offense and defense you know they got a great d-line linebackers you know and on to the offensive line they got great offensive line they got some running backs that can run a great quarterback receivers so it's it's going to be a tough task for kc to come in and, and think that they're going to be baltimore right now so I'm, I'm really giving baltimore a little bit of an edge yeah i i agree on that i want to go back to now the nfc because we didn't really talk about the detroit and uh, Tampa game, it actually turned out to be a good game. Tampa played Detroit pretty tough. Detroit edges them. Um, Derek Goff made some throws he had to make there at the end to get his team over the hump. And, and so now they're facing a, a 49ers team. They got a lot of confidence. The 49ers may not have Debo Samuel. Um, this Detroit team seems poised to take on a, a 49er team that – may have shown some cracks last week. How do you see this game shaking out? Oh, man, this is a great Detroit Lions team. And I was just sitting back looking at their roster. They had a monster draft last yeah. year because yeah. everybody in that draft class in the first two rounds is a player that is making a difference on their team right now. 
But, I, I mean, you know how some teams just have that year? Detroit, it's kind of like this is their year. This is their curtain call. They're the Cinderella story starting off from the beginning of the season. Uh, I don't think you get a better coach than Dan Campbell to get you motivated yeah. and fired up. So they really have a solid chance of going in there with a balanced team, you know, and, and making some noise. Uh, I got to ask you about this because we haven't we haven't talked to you about it, but were you surprised at all that Jerry Jones decided to keep Mike McCarthy uh, as head coach? I think everybody just assumed after they got drubbed in that in that was a wild card round that they would you know it was going to be an easy move they're going to move on but Jerry Jones decides to stick with Mike McCarthy what what are your thoughts uh, what that told me was that I don't think that they think McCarthy is the problem ah. I think that they might actually be looking at I wouldn't be surprised if they addressed the quarterback situation. Ah. And, and, and not because Dak didn't have wow. a great year or anything like that, but I think it just comes to a point in time where you give a player or a guy a shot for an extended period of time and either you can do it or you can't. And not to say he gets replaced right away, but maybe we're looking for that Jordan love, you know what I'm saying, for for another two or three years down the road where now we give him the reins and see if he can't bring us another Super Bowl. That was a shocking take. I did yeah, not I mean, expect I mean, for you to say that. I, it makes sense, though. I mean, you bring Mike McCarthy back. That clearly they don't think he's he's the the only problem, at least. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking to Marcus McNeil about the NFL playoffs. He just blew my mind with that because it didn't even enter my mind. Um, but one other thing that we were talking about yesterday about what happened over the weekend: Todd Bowles, head coach of the Buccaneers. Now, they had uh, – it was kind of weird because he let the game clock expire, basically. He had a timeout left. There was a chance for them to, you know, throw a few downfield and see if they could score, but he decided to let the time go. Do you – what are your thoughts on what he did there? I, I don't like it. You know, I, I don't like it. I, I can understand where he probably made that call because he felt like the game was over, you know, unless it was a long shot. And because it was such an emotional game, Player always This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.